Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's The Daily Talk Show, episode 242. I'm, per- I'm caffeinated up. Ready to go. Have you had another coffee? Yeah, I had a, I had a um, cup of uh, black swamp water, <laughs> which was uh, Nescafe. Just just the nasty stuff, the pr- the instant stuff. It look, look at it. Look at the colour of that. Can I smell it? Yeah, it looks yuck. Um, but um, it gets the job done. Hmm. It smells okay. Is it? Man. It smells like a bit like a plane. You know, I get mm. always love the smell of sort of dirty coffee in a plane. Yeah, I... I've got a problem of not, of not being able to say no to drinks on a plane and mm-hmm. the food. I always want the coffee. I had some of the worst coffee on some of those international flights, those really cheap ones. Yeah. Oh, it just – it is legit swamp water. I actually had a kid sitting next to me on a flight and um, she got like a drink, like mm. a juice or whatever, apple juice. Yeah. And she just wasn't drinking. It was just there. Yeah. And she ended up like, I'm like, she's going to knock that on me and I'm going to yeah. be pissed. She ended up knocking it over onto her mum instead. Oh, well, good. <laughs> but don't you think like as a parent, do you think there's probably like, what is the rules? Should you just say, look, you can't have a drink unless you can drink it straight away? Oh, you, the, the thing is, you, there's lapse of judgment. Bodie, so for instance, Bodie likes to drink from a cup and he's good at it. Two hands, please. Two hands. And he uses two to his little hands. He's drinking his water or his smoothie. And he's good at it. What's in his smoothie? Oh, he has a banana smoothie okay. in the mornings. Once it presses the button, makes sure it whizzes around and then gets his bit. But loves it. The reality is he's also dropped a, gla- a glass on the ground and it's smashed. You give him glass. Mate, you, yeah, we dance with the devil. We have fucking cup, uh, plastic cups. <laughs> we get, you gave Dan DeBooth a plastic cup <laughs> on yesterday's show. That is true. But the other thing that parents will know is that they always want what you've fucking got. And we've got the blue cup, which is a glass. Mm. And so they get the, he wants the blue glass. Sometimes he's like, no, I don't want to drink from my... You know, not saying that because you can't talk like that. But he's just demanding the same cup that you have. What are some things that only adults get? Um, Magnum ice creams was one for me. What? Oh, so kids, there's a rule. Oh, I don't know. What was the sh- – we've oh, spoke about this probably in the first 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. What is the cheap Magnum? It's not a heaven. It was like cheaper than that. It's got like hedge in the name maybe. Mm, I don't know it. There was a bunch of like Coles do a a home brand. Heaven is one, isn't it? I yeah, thought that Heaven was the was, second one. Heaven, Heaven was actually really good because Heaven had like the um, chocolate in the middle, like a fudge that oh, would yeah. all stick to, like, be on the stick. Yeah, That's well, there is so many brands now. But yeah, I, I never really had. I can't remember what it was other than alcohol <laughs> as a kid. Anyway, anyway, I've um, you know, I like to listen in on conversations when I'm. At coffee shops, mm-hmm. if I'm there by myself, you know, and the, I think people like to, if they're around a group of people or workmates, like to tell a good story. Mm. And there's a, and and the problem is I get sucked in, so I just start listening with an ear while I'm looking down at my laptop. Heard a great story. It's this is one that could be a movie. Okay. Um, this this dude was telling it. One of his mates. What cafe? Uh, 
I don't think they'll listen but, downstairs. But, uh, but, I was going to say, it, I don't want to say because I don't want the story yeah. getting back. You could probably in Collingwood, in, Col- <laughs> in Collingwood on Easy Street was the cafe underneath our office. Yes, um, I hadn't seen these guys in there before. They, yeah, they seemed powerful. They seemed like they were from a quite a large company, so they might have been just. You know, passing it by. Was this a few? Was this like a week ago? A uh, week and a half ago. Was it the guy who was like saying, "This is how it is"? Like there was one. I was listening to a conversation, and we may have been in this on the same. Um, might have been the same day. Yeah. But I was just listening to this guy who I was like, "Man, it's amazing." I got the sense this guy had power. I was oh, like, "I, think I, I know the guy you're talking about." I I recognized in that moment the bullshit that people will put up <laughs> yeah. with. When it's the boss, like, yeah. like he's like, nah, this is how you need to do it. Yeah. Uh, in bloody, he's mentioning other countries. We mm. did it like this, this, and this. Mm. Didn't work. Does a bit of slightly racist stuff. Everyone's sort of just like nodding and being polite. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that guy. No, I don't think it was that guy. I think I know who that guy is. So you see, we both do it. And you, here's a telltale sign if you are telling a story and you look around and there's a couple together that aren't doing anything. They're not talking to each other. They're kind of just like... <laughs> Clearly just all the attention, all the focus is on their ears being yeah. able to function well enough to listen to your story. Absolutely. But this guy said that his mate bought a property that was within Melbourne, sort of on the outskirts. It was occupied, which this happens a lot overseas, like outside of London, uh, within England, like the Pikes. They're like the um, the gypsies. Oh yeah, they like just find land. They sort of like make it their community, and they're like well, squatters type of thing. It's basically squatters. Yeah. Um, so this guy said that he uh, a full like um, caravan was on the property, and these dudes who were angry, he called them psychos. They wouldn't get off, and he's tried the police. The police couldn't do anything. These dudes are just. Brutal, and um, what it turned out that this guy said that he found out some info about the dudes on the property, and that they'd just done jail. One of them just got out of jail, and it's like you don't fuck with them. So one, he's, this guy's got his own property that he can't get these people off, and the police won't even get them off. And the police should, shouldn't they? Yeah, but it's it's hard. I mean, then they have to. What? Well, you can't have a caravan. What they're doing is illegal, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah, it definitely is. It's not their property. The guy bought it. But I don't know the full detail and I kind of – it was noisy when I was in the cafe. But they said that one of the guys hacked into the he, – sorry, he got into some kind of land ownership document and got his name onto it. He changed some details on it. That was what – Either so he's dodgy. just bullshitting but maybe this is happening. I mean – it's like, yeah, there's, there's squatter's law, but I don't think that's right. Maybe they were on it before he bought it. Maybe that's what happened. But how fuck would that be? Basically, the dude was too scared to do anything to these people because they're psychos. Where, and whether you suburb? get the police onto them, he said it was out towards the airport. Okay. Um, so you get – that's the thing, right? It's like police can do a lot. Mm. But you also – I remember growing up as a kid, there was some dudes that you wouldn't want to fuck with. And sure, you could probably beat them up one-on-one. But if you beat them up one-on-one, they've got a bunch of mates that will get together and they, they're relentless. It's like I'm more scared of someone who's a bit more of a psychopath yeah. than someone who's just a bit muscly and is, you know, not really care. People Doesn't are crazy. Really, there's the, some crazy people out the, there. Um, I saw on, uh, 
online. There was a, I was going to say on Twitter, but I wasn't on Twitter. I was on the, I wasn't logged into Twitter because I'm off social media. <laughs> but I, uh, I landed on a Twitter video. Twitter video. Oh yeah. Because well, you can look at Twitter without being logged in. And that's what I've been doing. I've been having like some select bits that I'll go in. Like I'll go onto a search, which is the daily talk show to see if anyone's mm. tweeting us just so I'm across it. What's how you found that, um, which we never talked about, that r- super lovely blog post that was yeah. like the, uh, hundreds in, and hundreds of words. Yeah, a guy in Canada. Yeah, which I written should, about the daily talk show. Should we write back to him? Oh, yes, we have I, to. I've, I just totally... I didn't write back yet. I've totally because I was trying to work out what to you know when someone does something so nice. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? Uh, Bree uh, got a call from um, Bree's boss. Got a call from one of her colleagues. Mm-hmm. Said, oh, "Hey, I'm um, not going to be able to come in today because um, my sister has just bought me a brand new car." Wow! And I'm in shock. Okay, that's it. <laughs> I mean, she did get a means to get to work. She Isn't was that, gifted a means. Could you imagine that? Just getting a car. And it was like, I was like, what sort of car? Like, and Brie described the car and it was like a new, it was like a good car. Yeah. It's, it's such really, a, I just feel like it's such a funny thing to happen. Yeah. All I can hear is um, barefoot in the background. That's financial child, that's financial abuse. Yeah, that financial child abuse. Financial child yeah, abuse, that's what he says. Which, which he says about parents who buy their kids their first car. What would you, based on the, um, if you were super rich, I feel like everyone's had the super rich thought in their head of when I'm rich, yeah. I'm going to buy this person this, this person that. Oh, we talked about it last night. Um, so mum and dad, because we're heading up to Sydney this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas in Sydney, which you'll be coming up for. We, a, we got, got Matt Diavella on the show. Yeah. That's so exciting. next week, Josh is coming up to Sydney. That's a, that's another conversation. Christmas that, day will be, be the episode with yeah. Matt Diavella. So we, um, we saw mum and dad for the last time for the year. Oh, for, for the year? Oh, no, actually we'll be back before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So saw them the last time before we, we don't spend Christmas day with them. Yeah. Um, and mum said, oh, here's your present. Hands over an, an envelope, envelope and, say, and says, you know, Merry Christmas. Um, just was, if you win, give us a million bucks, please. Really? And I thought it was going to be a, a voucher to the pizza shop that does your rolls. So I was going <laughs> to say, mate, we're, mate, that's we're not too dissimilar. <laughs> so uh, she bought uh, Amy and I one of the tickets for like the – it's in Australia, it's the 29th of December or the 30th is like this – Fucking mega draw. It's, I mean, 30, 30 million. It's quite a big one. There's bigger ones, but every year they do this same one. And so, but it was the conversation, which when you, when you have, uh, I'm sure you've had it. If you've ever had a Tats Loader ticket, you've bought it with someone or with yeah. your family, been gifted it. Um, wh- what will you do with it? And we said 30 million bucks. I think it would be fair to give a million bucks to each one within our immediate families. So Amy's sister and brother and mum, million bucks each. Uh, my mum and dad, my brother and my two brothers, million bucks each. You're still left with a fuckload of money. Yeah. Which is pretty good. I mean, I've also gone down the rabbit hole. What's happening say, with no. the business? Because well, what I'm oh, curious mate, about, big media companies. So you've got 30 mil. We would not be – we would be travelling – 
would be making videos. Well, so what are you going to do? I'd buy what, a space for us. So what sort of commitment um, are you making to the business? So you I'd make, keep doing the business. I just okay. it would shift. Would just be making documentaries. So you would inject a bit of hundred. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd even need. I mean, yes, I'd buy. I'd pay for a bunch of stuff. I'd probably give you a million bucks. That's what you want, oh, Josh. You've just got a million bucks. <laughs> I've said it on records. That's probably legal now. Well, that's as good as me getting my own ticket now. Yeah, and so I won thirty million bucks, and I've given away. So does that mean if just just in case something happens and you want fifteen million, mm. say like it's split? That's no, off the table, bro. <laughs> fifteen million? Would you would you give me you half a mil? Yeah, I guess does that it makes work? Sense. I'm sure there's probably diminishing returns. Yeah. What's the, I wonder what the percentage would work. So thirty mil. You were saying a mil. So that means yeah, I'd if still you have won, ten million by the end of if it. If you won three hundred, if you won. Three. Well, you know we don't do maths on the show because it fucks us. Three hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so yeah, when I I think if it. So if you won three hundred thousand, would you give all <laughs> of you your family members, including me, ten grand each? No, I couldn't. I think I would do something really nice, some big thing like, um, and I like imagine this: a family trip. We spend ten k. Where are we going? You're not in my family, dog. You're you're my business family. But my real family, double life, 10k family holiday for my brothers. Um, um, Where the fuck are you going? My, I don't know. We'll just do something sick. Imagine. That. I mean, we could spend 10k so easily flying to Byron, getting That's a nice I mean. house, but like food, um, transfers, everything. If you're spending, spending 10 money. grand though, it's not. It's uh, it will get you there. Probably the accommodation, mm. and then you're gonna. You could do something nice. That's like. Yeah, here's the thing. So, um, the you, has it ever happened to you? Have you ever had someone win big and give you a little bit of coin? I've never got. I've got never got a bunch of coin. No. I, my mum's friend won Tats Lotto and she came over. Oh, that's right. You yeah. told me, and, and it was a like, check. Have a look at this, and I'm like, "What are you showing me a fucking check for?" And then she moves her hand, and it's a little Tats Lotto man. You know, the dude with the hat on. Yeah, that smug dude who's keeping all the cash for himself. Yeah, Monopoly man. Yeah, little Monopoly man. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit <laughs> indulgent, isn't it? I'm the fat conductor. Yeah. Anyway, she won eighty grand, I think it was. Which was pretty fucking cool. I was, yeah. She was so happy. Because Christian Hull, who we've had on the show. Oh, that's he, right. He won a bunch of cash. I think it was about 10 grand. 10 grand, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still like, I don't know how much you're giving away. If I'd got a 10 grand job now that all went to my pocket, there's no chance I'm giving it away to people. Do you think there's something uh, bogan about lottos? 100%. There, Seth Godin talks about the chances of winning lotto. Like yeah. it, when you look at the chance of winning lotto, mm-hmm. it's up there, it's down there or up there, whatever way, of becoming a fucking pop star, a famous pop yeah, star. Sure. Like the chance of actually becoming a famous pop star is probably the same as lotto. Like it's so, so bogans at their core. You know, we say what if you were to describe a bogan, what are they? Oh. They'll have a mullet. Don't talk about my son like that. I <laughs> <laughs> got a mullet maybe. They're just um, – well, no, describe a bogan think, for people playing at home. Yeah, I mean I, this is the problem. We could offend some people. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> you'd, you would think a bogan – They get excited about Giros. A bo- <laughs> your mum. Now you're <laughs> describing your mum. For me, I don't know a flat-out bogan. I feel like a, a bogan to me is someone – so strapped into the matrix that they don't know what what's mean? happening. So the matrix is all these people in this world that's actually 
been decided for them. You, Josh is yawning. <laughs> I was yawning. No, I don't think that. I didn't do it purposely. I know, but, but it was so timely. No, okay. The Matrix. No, it's got nothing to do. Take the Matrix off I feel the table like for a second. Bogans aren't enlightened. I think enlightened. Bogan, no, I think They're Bogans tapped in. They are reactive to. I want the boat. You know, I, I work nine to five and and I live for the weekends. Maybe that's a, no, but I maybe think, not. I think Bogans describe life based on the Matrix, and you do it a lot. No, nah, fuck off. I, reckon, I think a Bogan someone who hasn't seen The Matrix. <laughs> Absolutely not. The Bogan is someone who watches The Matrix every weekend. Uh, you, okay, let me just, let's start here because then we can work backwards to our okay. own definitions. This is according to Wikipedia. Wikipedia, not even uh, no, Urban Dictionary. No, this is I'll get, I should pull out the Urban one. Good, the Urban one's here too. So, Bogan is an Australian and New Zealand slang for a person whose speech clothing, attitude and behaviour and are considered unrefined yes. or unsophisticated yes. depending on the context. The term can be um, pe- pejorative or self-deprecating. I haven't heard that word, pejorative. Spell it for us. P-E-J-O-R-A-T-I-V-E. Uh, Gemma Watts, if you've used that in some of your copywriting, I'd be impressed. I've never seen that ever. But Do you want to bring back word in. of the day? Copy and paste it yeah, into Google. Yeah, I will. Google. But this I want to also give the um, the meaning based on Urban Dictionary, which is like the stupid, funny dictionary. A fascinating beast. <laughs> Written <laughs> the, by Bogan. The majority of the species are hideously repugnant and unintelligent, and yet they manage to breed in, ev- uh, in ever increasing numbers and populate an area known as the Outer West. <laughs> well, not <laughs> a Outer West, Southeast. There's a lot, like yeah. where I grew up, a lot of bogans. It is quite common to find five or six offspring in each family group, often with a different father for each new baby. Their habitat consists of a weatherboard or brick veneer dwelling and is characterised by an early model, model holden or forward in the driveway, yeah. surrounded by a group of males discussing why their carby is stuck and the results of last night's footy. The female of the species, while smaller in stature, is far more loud and aggressive than the male, while the males tend to be very friendly and (laughs) congregate with other males... Or congregate with other males. The females spend most of their time in the supermarkets and shopping malls I love when you using read. a shrill, high-pitched call to discipline their children and contact other females. We walked past... Get over here. We actually um, walked past a bogan before the oh. lady. <laughs> Can we reenact it? <laughs> I'm the male leading the front. So his mm. Tommy's Tommy's walking in front. I'm walking in front. Uh, There's a bit of a, a swagger. This uh, bogan. This yeah. uh, how would you describe her? Uh, let's call her. Let's call her Tracy. Tracy. Okay, so Tracy's Tra- walking behind. Tracy's she's, walking behind. She's, She's overweight. Uh-huh. She's got tats on her arms. A fat bogan is what we'd call in Australia, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and so anyway. Trace, come on. So Tracy was walking behind... Um, uh, what's his Tyrone. name? Tyrone. Tyrone. And she just walked past and she said... And this is as we're walking past. Yeah. She goes, did you fucking fart? No. She's like, well, something stinks. <laughs> <laughs> and what she was referring to was um, there was some drain or whatever. Yeah, so the, it's like the underneath of a pub where they send the, the kegs down into. It's like stinks down there. It's be, Yeah, it's a smell corner of Easy Street and Smith Street. It's fucked. So the thing with – so what I was going to say, Tats Lotto, I think my parents um, 
my dad has been getting a Tats Lotto ticket every week mm. for 30 years. Mm. My mum, my mum too. It's, here's the thing. I don't think – I think my mum and dad and your mum and dad uh, probably can afford it. They've raised three good children mm-hmm. um, and they own a house and all this stuff. The reality is, though, when I, I remember living in Shepparton and mm-hmm. I was in a t- little town called Tatura, mm-hmm. one of the best uh, vanilla slices known to man in Tatura from the <laughs> Tatura Hot Bread Bakery. Lovely family that own that. Anyway, I, I was in at the newsagents and there's this guy that it was Thursday, dull money's come through, which is Thursdays. And he's spending it all. And he's, he's literally – he spent $150 on tickets. I remember having um, getting right into the scratchies when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Mum would buy them. And the thing is they get you because they give you little rewards. It's yeah, like, you win the dollar. Yeah. So it's a, it's a dollar ticket and you make yeah. your money back. Yeah. Um, do you want me to do the word of the day? Yeah. Um, pejorative. Expressing contempt or disapproval. Mm. It's too big for my brain. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. The, um, so we used to, if you listen back to the Daily Talk Show earlier yeah. apps, we used to have a segment called Word of the Day. Yeah. Do you think we even came close to formulating a description of Bogans? Yeah, I think the, the mullet is pretty fair. It's a bit like rednecky. It's, it's slightly racist. Well, well red- rednecks tend to be racist by... Nature. <laughs> nature, I think. Maybe in the wild. <laughs> But um, I think there is also pushback mm. in um, the hipster stuff too. Like people, the pushing back on bogans. Mm. If you pu- if you say someone's bogan or that sort of thing, a lot of people I think nowadays will think that you're a bit of a yuppie or a bit of a hipster mm. who thinks they're too good for everyone. I've definitely got some bogan in me. Yeah. And I think you do too. You were taking off my accent and I said, why the fuck do you always take off my – like everything I say, I think it, I think it's a result of just hanging around that one person so often that you just can find any little fucking thing to pull them up on. And so you make fun of well, – how is it? Do my voice. I don't know. No, you just have just a – It's like say if I say something that has a bit more of a th- – th- and, and I – and I, and I, like I don't even think I do this a it's lot. It's a bit of a lispy. There's a lispiness <laughs> it's to it. If I, I don't think I speak like that. But it's also maybe like a, your O's are rounder. Yeah. So you're saying I maybe because I grew up in Brighton that I have Brighton, Brighton, like that. But yeah. I think that that's that the way that people say Brighton, Brighton, Brighton. There's elements like I uh, just turn around the roundabout. Oh, yeah. there's a. There's an, it's almost English. Mm. I, I don't think I fit there. Maybe it's like I've got you just little have bits little coming in and out. Yeah. And then you were like, no, but I've got mine. I'm, I, you know, I'm real Aussie or something. It's like the, from the burbs. I think there, there definitely is a bit of that. Mm. But uh, I think we're, we've all got the bogan in us. Yeah. I just, I think that um, there's something bogan about uh, getting angry at things, really, like road rage. There's something really bogan about road rage. I think it's tapped into the matrix. You have no perspective on reality that maybe it's just like Mm. shit's not happening properly. Do you think it's bogan? I get upset when my glasses are dirty. I tell you who was a bogan. I get real angry. Who? Who embodied a bogan. Are you going to get us in trouble? No, no, no. no. We were – no, no, no. I don't know them. We just saw them. So we were sitting – Josh and I were sitting in a cafe in Elwood and there was this dude who just looked – he was oh, like, yeah. he was trying to fix a drill and he was just, he was in his tradie attire. He'd just been smoking a durry and then he's just, 
pressure. Vroom, vroom, vroom. And, ah, and he just looked like he was getting angrier and angrier. And then <laughs> he see he we, he pulled out of his got in his car, drove off to try and get another park somewhere. And next minute we look over, it's the same dude. <laughs> what did we call him? Angry. We called him something. Yeah, we gave him a nickname. <laughs> we gave him a nickname. But he's having a blow up with this woman yeah. who was probably just trying to park and he's fucking flipping out. And he's in like the work ute. Oh, man, he's in a branded work car. So uh, something very bogan in Australia, we dr- <laughs> drive on the left-hand side. Yeah. Something very bogan is zooming on the right-hand side and j- especially if you're in a ute mm. And you um, flashing lights or fucking what is it called when you get real close to someone's bumper? Tailgating, tailgating, yeah, yeah, tailgating <laughs> is so bogan. And so we're kind of like looking at this guy, going, "Fuck, he's angry." And then he came back and he was talking to his boss because his boss witnessed the whole thing, mm-hmm. and it was nothing to do with him. It was not his fault. He's kicking, ah, oh, she's a, fuck. you know, like he's just angry. Yeah. And then we walked to the 7-Eleven. <laughs> we see him look, looking in the bin and he'd obviously dropped something into the bin and I'm like, oh, he's to- whatever, yeah. uh, angry Tony or something. And we walked up and he's just like, fuck it, fuck it. Oh, left dropped but, in there. But it wasn't even like he had some form of <laughs> yeah. disorder or anything. No, the only no. thing he had was Bogan. Like I think, don't you think? Like it yeah, wasn't- he was angry. Yeah. He was just, the world was Pissing him off yeah. big time, and he wasn't up for it. And he walked out with a, a, a coffee, not even a, a, a one dollar Seven um, Eleven coffee. It was a one dollar coffee is very bogan. Yeah, but I think there's a. What's more bogan is ice break coffee. Yeah, double shot. Yeah, and that's what he had, and he got a packet of ciggies. Big M's bogan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, three other things that are bogan. Uh, three other things that are uh, big. Um, you can't just repeat what I said. Trade your tire on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty pretty bogan. Um, singlet tan is pretty Australian bogan. But I've been I've been a tradie and I and Have you been a tradie? I'm I was pick a, up. Yeah, I was a um landscape a landscaper for Did you ever really feel like you were a tradie though? It was my exit plan out of school, so I, I committed. My dad, but that's all you the, in Australia. That's the only option you really have, <laughs> isn't it? If you go to like, there was a program called Connections mm. in school. It's like it was VCal. Yeah, VCal. Yeah, I did VCal. So VCal is essentially like that's if you rather than doing VCE, mm. which is like the Victorian Certificate of Education, mm. you can do this. What is it, Victorian? It's like basically your out of school plan. Yeah, basically, it's a good thing by the government to go. You just can't drop out. It's not legal for you to just fucking pull the pin. So you did VCAL. Fuck all. No, I did for like two months. And then so I got. You and then dropped I dropped out of VCAL. That's well, next I, level. Uh, well, no, I left school. I don't even remember. A so second. you have to do VCAL for a certain period of time, and then they let no, you drop out. Uh, no, because if you leave to get an apprenticeship, so it was like year eleven for yeah. me. I left to get an apprenticeship. Was so the I apprenticeship entered the workforce with your dad. Yeah, with my dad. So he he got me on. Was it a bit of a joke apprenticeship where it's like, look, I'm going to sign these papers for you? No, nah, it was never talk like that because it's – in fairness, I probably wasted my old man's time because we have – you know, we, we employ ourselves and we know what it's like to get contractors yeah. and it, there's a lot of rigmarole. Did he have any employees or was he – Yeah, yeah, he had a bunch. So he had employees. He had up to five there. at one point. Yeah. He had a couple when I was doing it. And what were you doing when you were – You're just a first-year apprentice. apprentice as a landscape. You're shoveling, you're doing barrows. You'd last a day. It's what, so hard. What were you um, What were you like in those circumstances? Did you get along with your dad when you were working? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think what I actually found hard on hindsight is um, being – so losing any kind of input. So you, you are a worker, mm-hmm. so you don't have – any control or you know creative input to how the garden's being put together, which I didn't want. But what I realise now of being a creative is mm-hmm. actually what I love and where I thrive is being able to craft it, not just yeah. bring the soil and dump it down. Yeah. It'd be the equivalent of us just dropping a colour grade onto fucking mm-hmm. footage. Where you're you're wanting to say, why are you putting the daisies there? <laughs> no, I didn't even want that then. But what I realise looking back yeah. is. It was so unfulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. For one, it was just, you know, work. And my dad loves it. He's a nerd. He's a fucking plant nerd, knows all the plants. He's like one of those apps you look at it, you scan the plant and it tells you what Does it he is. Do you like native plants? Loves it all. He studies it. I remember his kid watching him, like he's just reading books about it. Oh, that's cool. Loves loves getting up to scratch. And so it's it's actually a passion. I left and did personal training, which was more aligned with personal training. No, you're crafting bit, a session. A bit you're, bogan sometimes. Uh, yeah, I, I, there was a bunch of bogans in my class. Why? What attracts bogans to PT? Because there are really great uh, PTs as well. You've yeah. got like the Craig Harper at the pinnacle, not that he does PT anymore, yeah. but then it sort of goes down to like, you know, exercise scientists, people who are really mm. into the body and all that sort of thing. And Maybe you the work- easy stuff. Maybe it's the easy – like it's not hard to be a PT these yeah. days, do an eight-week course. But it's why most of the bogans I did it with aren't doing it anymore. But they're lovely people. So what I was trying to get at with dad, working for dad was being a tradie. I was, I was – you, you slip into bogan. Yeah. Like I think it's the people you're around. Did you do smoko? Yeah, we did Smoko. What would you have? Toasty sandwiches. We'd actually have the toasted sandwich maker. So it would bring just like... Really? Yeah, it was awesome. So you might just put the tomato in a separate bit, but you'd have your cheese, your bread, your ham all put together, ready to fucking whack straight in with a bit of butter. And um, <laughs> But it is... I, 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 uh, perfect example. I went to school with a kid from a wealthy family, not a bogan. He now owns a farm uh, running cattle mm-hmm. and... It's uh, not Rupert. No, it's not Rupert. It's not Rupert. I was with him over the weekend and his accent. Oh wow. It's like he's been it's like he's been on a remote island with a bunch of other bogans and he's caught the bogan twang. But cuz country doesn't equal bogan, does it? Uh, Regional or do you think that there's a correlation? Mm, not no, I there is some trendy people from living in a place like well, Shepherd, Rupert, some, Rupert is not a bogan, 100% not a bogan. Well, I think it's a part of his surroundings. I think you could classify without – so if we take – Can you not negative, call Rupert a bogan, please? We, no, funny. here we go. If we take the negative out of the, the oh, yeah, term sure. bogan, so we're not actually saying they're a fuckwit, they're angry. Yeah. It's like, uh, no, they're just the more quintessential Australian, the the accent's a bit thicker, yeah. like, oh, hey, yeah, mate. Like, and so the just, pushback on a lot of people, like Scott Pape, I yeah. think sees me as a bit of a hipster fuck. Well, like when – because I, do, <laughs> I don't know anything. He's closer to – Bogan in some regards. Well, the the non-negative Australiana grew up, uh, you know, in one, a place that's the hottest town in Victoria. Yeah. Lived in Bendigo, so like has the Australian flag in his office. That's pretty uncommon to have. Like mm. you think about the US, the American flag is mm. everywhere. Why is it? Do you think that patriotism? Yeah, is is, is celebrated in the US. Yeah, but so, it's also a little bit bogan if if it's in it, Australia. Yeah, so what I look at is Casey Neistat. 
going through the harbour, big YouTuber, mm-hmm. on on a wakeboard holding a big American flag. So I tell you what, you do that. It's not bogan for the Americans. It's patriotism. It's fucking great. Yeah. You love your country. You do that in the Sydney Harbour. You're <laughs> like, bro. Pull your fucking head in. You're a bogan. Isn't it funny? You, because then I think the so, – so what I was getting back to is like out, uh, you know, you're referring to, to Rupert that this Australiana could be mistaken as bogan, like uh, the negative connotation of bogan. It's, yeah. It's well, a, no, that, but I think there's probably a differentiating factor between – and there might be a risk in associating bogan with these regional – qualities mm. because I think that there's probably a little bit of overlap but I also don't think Scott's that boat like he's not bogan he's, he's not, like you're refined not. in a lot of ways he's a writer he does all mm. that sort of thing but there's certain characteristics that bogan people would do which can also be done by people in the country I'm happy to say I'm part bogan yeah, I am too you are, yeah, but you that's are. why I think the thing is maybe the pushback people have is that I um, push my boganism away. Yeah. I don't necessarily – I don't lead with my bogan. But no. then I feel like at moments like, hey, like, so you know, I grew up in Endeavour Hills mm. next to Dandenong and yeah. I'm – it's still in me. Well, it's like the rapper who was from the hood who now lives in Beverly Hills trying to mm. – don't worry, guys, I was a gangbanger one day People too. think I'm Jay-Z, essentially, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Uh, it was a bogan deep dive, wasn't it? Matt, that was I enjoyed that. There's a, a <laughs> bogan banter is the name of the episode. Okay, okay. Bogan banter. <laughs> two two things. Yes. Uh, the ham. What's going on? Oh uh, yeah. Um, to be honest, <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I need I to deliver it. it on well, Friday. You've yeah. got two days. No, that's fine. It's 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 being delivered. So can you have an update tomorrow? Yes. With yes, exactly how we're doing it. Yeah. Because I don't know Rob Ward's. Um, movements. I'm mm. guessing he's still going to be around. Yeah, but we need that delivered by Friday. Uh, Seth Godin. Yeah, how's uh, the book going? This is I've, I hadn't asked you, and I've, I worry because you're you're a guy that likes to vocalise his success to his <laughs> what mates. What does that mean? Oh, you're just like, I, mate. I'm fucking chooching through it. I'm getting really close. I've never I said feel- chooching. That's bogan. <laughs> chooching is bogan. You just called Jimmy conspiracy Jimmy a bogan. He says chooching. Maybe a bogan nicknames everything. <laughs> so it's like, hi, I'm Josh. J-Boy, how are you, Matt? Yeah. Tommy, TJ. There's definitely <laughs> – I think we are all – it'd be great to find a bogan expert. Yeah. We should try and find that. So anyway – Because it's almost like mockery, these mm. fucking definitions. They're not taking we've, it seriously. We've, we've read it, yeah, and we take shit seriously mm. here, right? So the uh, This Is Marketing book that yes. I am writing. We ne- Oh, that's right. What's today, Wednesday? Uh, today is Wednesday. We're meant to have the website already up for it. We'll sort that out for, yeah. for um, before the end of the week. Yeah. But you'll be able to – Mr. 97, if you're listening. Yeah, we'll be able to bid – uh, so current bids at five hundred dollars mm. for the entire big book. Sorry, handwritten by me. Yes, I'm only. I'm embarrassed to say, <laughs> I'm only at page fifteen. Why? Because you were pretty certain on doing yeah, an hour and yeah. So I. This is my problem, and this happened to me in school. <laughs> I start saying, hmm, I know I said an hour a night, but it's going to take me thirty hours to do all up. Mm. <laughs> So if I just do the last 10 days, I do three hours a day. Yeah. This is my problem. 
So anyway, I need to just get into the writing. <laughs> Ten it will, hours a day. No, Dude, three hours a day, three hours a day. You, we just took out a work cover policy. It, do, it won't claim. You can't fucking pull a claim. I've, I've pulled Overworked. five discs from <laughs> writing this. Tommy's torturing me. But you're a director too. <laughs> nah, you fucking told me to do it. It's a real bogan thing to do. <laughs> nah, there is, there is something you told bogan. me to Actually, steal it. One thing that is bogan, uh, uh, compo, work compo. <laughs> It's <laughs> so broken. So people who like, yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously, if you hurt yourself, that, that is, there's a fair you, uh, you, you are allowed. <laughs> Here's another bogan thing: insurance fraud. <laughs> insurance <laughs> fraud is. So, insur- fucking, what do you mean? You just have to fucking. You just take out the insurance. Yeah, yeah. And then you crash, say you crash a car. Full comp. I yeah. got full comp. I'll drive the car straight into a tree. I know a guy who did that. Drove his Mercedes into a tree. Yeah. It was like, bro, I need fucking money. <laughs> I I know someone who their car was apparently stolen and they found the engine. In a hole in their backyard. <laughs> Who did? I like uh, someone I went to school with. They'd they'd fucking uh, they'd pulled in buried. Insurance. Yeah, they d- did an insurance thing saying their car got stolen and they buried <laughs> the engine in the back of hey, their bro, house. Hey, bro, the engine's not going to decompose. <laughs> <You> fucking idiot. <laughs> they fucked it. It's a daily talk show. <laughs> so good. Hi, thedailytalkshow.com. Oh, Have we got this bogan I've, thing right or wrong? No, I, I actually think. What what have we, we've we've been laughing about bogan things, but we both do very bogan things, mm-hmm. like me having my son with a fucking mullet. That's yeah. so bogan. But I my him, diet is quite bogan. Yeah, very bogan. Hi at the Daily Talk Show dot com. Email us. What's something you've done that's bogan? Mm-hmm. Like just own it. Yeah, that's a great. Idea. We can just own it. We're all fucking bogan. Gemma's here. got a bit of bogan in her. A hundred percent. In the nicest possible way, Gemma. Gemma, I <laughs> hope you send us through a, a bogan yeah, story. Yeah, but you, her, her um, wordsmith like it's her all contrasting. Yeah. Is like that's that's high up. That lowers. It's like it counters the, the bogan. It's the way that she can get into character and yeah. be the state. You know. Yeah. Um, a famous bogan, Pauline Hanson. Yeah, see, but that's a bad. That's a racist. What yeah, is, that's a negative end of the bogan. What is uh, it? What a is positive it? end, um, Steve Irwin. Yes. One, the late, great Steve Irwin. Mm-hmm. Fucking one of the nicest, kindest, loving bogans that Australia has ever had. Michelle Laurie. Yeah, I think she would a, own a bit of bogan. She's from the birds. But, like a, but a good example of a non-racist, friendly mm-hmm. bogan. Buddhist? Yeah, yeah. a Buddhist <laughs> bogan. So <laughs> I think there so is, so there's definitely people who are yeah. got their shit together, they're lovely. Yeah. Scott's bogan an example. Hall I'm standing fame. by the Scott thing, by the we way. We should do Bogan Hall of Fame. The, the, we the could Bogans definitely do a Bogan banter, some form of yeah. <laughs> once a week have a Bogan on. It's hard <laughs> having that conversation because I think a lot of people don't want to associate with being I Bogan. Think, I think it's, if you if you recognise yourself as a Bogan, mm. that's actually Bogan in itself because it's self-deprecating. A Bogan is pretty self-deprecating. Yeah. But I think there's probably some fraudster Bogans who are trying to relate to other Bogans yeah. to sell them yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like stubby holders. Yeah. Hi at the dailytalkshow.com <laughs> if you want to send us an email. Uh, otherwise, uh, anything fun. else? Good I feel fun. like oh, we've, we've had uh, – thanks to everyone who has uh, rated us in the last day. We've had mm. a couple of people rate us through iTunes. Asking you shall receive. Yeah. Feel free to um, leave a review. Just go into the podcast app if you're using the purple podcast app on the iPhone. And if, you, if you're doing it based on this episode, can you thread the word bogan into the description? That'd be great. Just so we know. It's a little, it's a little golden nugget. 
That's Josh, because he doesn't have social media, he likes to read them. So it's like... I spend way too much checking. I love those guys and how they just delve into deep topics like bogan banter. You know, or, yeah, or maybe they're not the, like the perfect mix of bogan and yeah, like bros. This. All right, mate. It's a daily talk show. <laughs> have a good one, guys.